Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Uh, from the Arcade Audio Network of Podcasts, it is my pleasure to bring up uh, your director of PodSlam uh, and one of my very good close friends and a very funny special guest for their first live episode of this podcast. Here is Picked Up! Hola. Como estan? Yeah, let's do it. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back, Couch Potatoes and TV Junkies. Woo! Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the season three premiere, the first live episode ever, and the episode picked up taking place at Podslam 2016 here in Chicago, Illinois. My name is Robert. I'm sitting here, as always, with my good friend, former roommate, and co-host, Rich. Thank you very much, Robert. Uh, uh, very excited. I'm happy to uh, just kind of relax and just do a show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, for once. Also, just uh, because I know myself, this isn't nearly enough. But, uh, yeah, just do that. Very that. good. And then also, we are also joined by a very special guest, uh, personal friend of mine and Chicago improviser, Nick Lathan, man. Hello. Uh, My head's and, way too big to wear a mask, so kill us right now. <laughs> yeah, and that has uh, reached its limit with me as well. <laughs> so, okay. uh, cool. Right, so, uh, thanks for joining us, man. Thank you for having me. For sure. Um, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah. No, go ahead. Just to say, uh, Picked Up is a TV pilot review podcast. And again, as with everything today at Podslam, we do have something coming up that is wrestling related. Uh, but yeah, it's just kick ass to be here. I swore already. <laughs> it's all right. I got you, Rob. Um, so yeah, normally we, uh, uh, before we, we start anything else, I uh, like to get things kicked off with a little bit of a, a question. I don't know how you have a little bit of a question. With a question, uh, I'll ask Robert, and I'll, I'll, I'll amend to ask both of you. Normally I ask, what you watching? But instead today I'm going to ask, what you going to be watching? Uh, because... As it is September, the end of September, uh, uh, it's the end or it's the beginning of the fall TV schedule, mm -hmm. um, and so there's a lot of shows that are uh, making their debut, their premiere. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, read to you guys uh, a synopsis, a description of a new show premiering this fall, um, and I would like for you guys to uh, uh, make up a name for that show yeah, uh, and or uh, cast it. Okay. So. Um, are we, are we clear? Do we have any questions yeah, on uh, anything? Can, can these be dead people making up the cast? <laughs> or is it purely, purely yeah, alive people in this cast? What, uh, what do you think? Yeah, I think, uh, I think <laughs> we're good for it. Let's okay, do it. Great. Yeah. Excellent. Um, so first, I'd like to start uh, with a show um, uh, uh, about uh, a human... Uh, the, the star of this person is the human star, but the show is told from the point of view of the character Nan's dog. So this is a show that's told through the main character's dog's perspective. Yes. Okay. All right. This show. All right. So this show will star Zoe Deschanel as the dog. 
This is what's going to happen. She is a dog, but she's not in a dog costume, and she's not on all, you know, nothing like that. She's just walking around. She is a dog. Uh, her owner is going to be uh, Betty White. Betty White will be the owner, and the show is going to be called Rough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nick, you got anything? I mean, just that alone is what is it going to be on Fox? Because uh... CBS. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's on CBS. So it's going to run for like eight seasons. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, Zoe's jumping ship. The uh, the the name of that show, the real name, Downward Dog. Oh, gross. <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you. Our next show. Former ne'er-do-well first daughter, Hayes Morrison, gets blackmailed into working for New York District Attorney Wayne Wallace's Conviction Integrity Unit, where she has to turn over wrongful convictions. Uh, this show, so you said first daughter, so this is like the president's daughter. A former ne'er-do-well first daughter. Former ne'er-do-well first Think daughter. Think one of the, the Bush twins. Okay, gotcha, yes. And they are going to be, they're a lawyer? It's a lawyer, right? They're just working for, like, a prosecutor. Yeah, uh, yeah, she gets blackmailed into to working. Into being a lawyer? The, what the fuck? Uh, uh, into working for the, the district attorney, yeah. The, uh, the conviction integrity unit. You know, the CIU. Uh, uh, this show. What? Uh, if this show, uh, I'm going to do a little bit of a play on this. If it were, or just whatever, uh, if it were the former first lady, maybe, or another just like a prestigious uh, female politician, the show would be called Ultimatum. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <so>. Good one. <laughs> <Like that. laughs> Cause uh, she's got no choice about it. You, you get it. <laughs> uh, Nick, who do we have playing the former first lady? The former first lady? Or, well, yeah, in this, in this version. Yeah. I don't know why, but I want really what I really want to know what Gina Davis is doing. I really want Gina Davis to be in this. Well, okay. she was Madam or President. Yeah, this is Gina Davis from Beetlejuice, so the Beetlejuice character. Okay, <laughs> can we get a uh, Beetlejuice the... Gina Davis on the phone? Beetlejuice Gina Davis, Bigger up. Very good. Uh, our next show. Uh, so, all right, um, what? <laughs> That's the name of the show. Okay. okay. So, a former NCIS alum stars as Dr. Phil on the series, which will follow McGraw's early career as a trial consultant. McGraw will produce... Uh, this with has got to be on the oh, USA yeah. Network. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, it's a show. Basically, the premise is the young Dr. Phil McGraw uh, back when he was um, a, a trial consultant. So, basically, like, figuring out how to, like, uh, uh, perfect jury selections. Okay, and I actually do know what the, like, this is a real show again, yeah. Yes, this is like a real a, show. Uh, the name of that last show, by the way, was Conviction. Okay. Yeah. And doc, so this is Dr. Phil, Dr. Phil, right? Dr. Phil, Dr. Phil. Okay, uh, this show is going to be called Past Stash, uh, and it's going to star present-day Dr. Phil as young Dr. Phil. <laughs> and... and uh, but he's wearing like a fake mustache, like yeah. really thin yes. mustache yes. over his mustache, and like a big, like a Beatles wig, like a, <laughs> like a big, like lots of hair. Um, are we gonna have a crossover with like the earlier show that we talked about, like with the uh, 
the uh, prosecutor or whatever with ultimatum? Are we having a crossover oh. with ultimatum? Uh, let's see. This is on CBS, actually. Okay. Um, and uh, convictions on ABC. I'm sorry. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think okay. we're good on that. Yeah. <laughs> who's who's going to be young Oprah? That's what I want to know. Oh, yeah, like season eight. She, like, comes in. Yeah, young Oprah. Uh, man. I'll be young Oprah. So. <laughs> I'll do it. So, all right, let's move on to the next one. Um, uh, an unapologetic mother of three raising her family uh, in the wealthy town of Westport, Connecticut that's full of perfect families. I got it. This is called white people. <laughs> Whitish. Whitish. <laughs> so... Uh, uh, Isn't it the Gilmore Girls too? Like I thought that's what that. That's show what that sounds like. Yeah. All was right. there more to that story, or just like no, just unapologetic? No. Mom. Yeah, just white people. That, all right. Yeah, yeah. I think you all nailed it for sure. Um, let me get to the next one. Uh, all right. A contractor becomes a stay-at-home dad when his get out of here, ad. A contractor becomes a stay-at-home dad when his wife returns to work and discovers that his kids are the worst. That's got to star Matthew Perry. That's for fucking. Oh my God! You're so close. It actually stars <laughs> Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, so he is a contractor. Yeah. And then he became the stay-at-home dad when the mom realized that. He uh, hated she, her children? No, she just returns to work. Oh, she just returns to work. And he realizes Wait, oh, that they're a pain. And he realizes that his kids are the worst. Mm. I know. I, pro I probably know the real name of it. Oh, please do. Is it a Mr. Mom TV show? No. That's fucking I, the bottom Mr. Mom. I know it's Mr. Mom, but it's not. Yeah. Um, but just call it. Just That's Mr. Mom. There you go. Yeah, you can, I, think it's I mean, you Mom, could have right. Michael Keaton come in as his like his character in the movie, but he's a grandfather now. Oh, man. Should, he's I should, learned. I should work for a network. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. That's really the, the, the whole point of this show is for us to get hired by a network. Uh, this show is actually called Man with a Plan. Exactly. A lot of thought put into that one. A lot of thought. Yeah, I was going to go with, like, drafting. But I think that's an architectural thing and not a construction thing. Is that right? Why don't we just call it, like, 9 to 5? Or... <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Here's what we got. Um, well, it's not fair to beat up on a CW show. Um, okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Richard is so mean. <laughs> Jenny Baker defies the odds to become the first woman to play in the MLB when she joins the San Diego Padres as its pitcher. Oh, I know what this is. I already, yeah, I already know the show. Yeah. So, oh, you've heard of it? Yeah. I'm, You're disqualifying yourself? Yeah, I'm disqualifying myself. Yeah, well, I have as well, but I'm trying to think of something funny to say about it. So um, uh, let's see. Yeah, so she's, she's a female pitcher in the MLB, right? Yeah. It's not the WMLB, it's the MLB, and she's a lady. Um, sweet relief. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Dog, like, like for real though. <laughs> I don't know, something there. Uh, it's, called, it's called Pitch. Yeah, exactly, that's right. Yeah, that sucks, Sweet yeah. Relief is so much better. <laughs> All right, um, what do we got here? Uh, Nah. All right. 
Okay. All right. Uh, nope, that's too serious. Uh, sorry, guys. I should have picked these beforehand. Um, you can always go back to picking on CW. Yo, but. All right. Um, okay, this is it. Uh, the ensemble dramedy follows a group of people who share the same birthday whose lives intersect in various ways. That sold a show. Uh, uh, and they all got the same birthday. <laughs> like in the same year? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> this show, this show uh, it's called Not Special. <laughs> Uh, and it's starring, um, let's see. So it's an ensemble dramedy. So it's just going to be like eight or nine people who aren't that good at acting or being funny. Um, that's a lot of people, isn't it? Um, yeah. Like I said, I'll probably, I'll jump ship on being Oprah in that other show. I'll just, I'll just get into this show. Oh, okay. Why don't cool. you just yeah. be Oprah on that show? That'd be fun. D Robert, be Oprah. I could be Oprah. I could be Stedman. Oh, that's room, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's uh, the name of that show? That, I already lost it. <laughs> okay. Uh, birthdays. Uh, <laughs> that probably is, a, that's probably like a sequel to white people, because it's like, oh, Becca, you have this thing, birthday? <laughs> so do I. Yeah, yeah Coincidence. Yeah. That's the other name uh, of that show. <laughs> that show was called This Is Us, so nothing's uh, worse than that. that <sighs> you got to make me I go back to it. Thanks, Witten. NBC. NBC. All right. Here we go. Let's, let's, let's end it on this one right here. A Silicon Valley millionaire taps a veteran surgeon with a controversial past uh, to head a hospital that will employ groundbreaking but potentially risky new procedures. Let me recap that one more time. Okay. You got a Silicon Valley millionaire tapping a veteran surgeon, controversial past, New hospital, dangerous procedures. Yeah, I'm going to call this one lawsuit and just give it a few. <laughs> um, and I want to see, we're going to see an unbelievable, unbelievable career resurrection as the, the dangerous, not the dangerous, but as the, uh, the surgeon, Michael Richards. Michael Richards is coming back. <laughs> That's a controversial past, yeah. right? Who, uh, who's going to play the, uh, the Silicon the, Valley? The millionaire? millionaire? Yeah. Gina Davis. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Be in everything. Uh, cool, yeah. Uh, the, the, the real name of that show is Pure Genius, so everything we just did was better than that. Yeah, I agree. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be uh, your fall TV lineup uh, this year. So yes. thank you, guys. Yes, as done by the, the uh, Arcade Audio crew. Uh, so yeah, like we said, we are a TV pilot review uh, podcast, and because we are doing all things wrestling today, we uh, chose a show, uh, which I found to be absolutely incredible. Uh, this show is from 1991. Uh, was this on ABC or NBC? This was, it was ABC. Yes, this was an ABC show. ABC show. Uh, and this came... I, Rich, where did you find this? Because Rich brought this to my attention. This was suggested by our... our Lovely MC for the evening, uh, Christopher Mullet. He okay. uh, shot me a message with this one. Big shout out to Mullet for this. Uh, our show. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> our show for this episode is called Tag Team. And it starred Jesse Ventura and Rowdy Roddy Piper. 
hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> but so, um, yeah, so from 1991, tag team, uh, basically a buddy cop show pioneered by or led by two uh, wrestlers, which yeah. is just as convoluted as any of the other ideas we just read uh, for the, this coming fall lineup. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but, like, somehow it worked. Yeah, it worked pretty well, I have to say. Uh, it, it, <laughs> first, first takes. I mean, uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing. That's all I can say about it. It got off to a bit of a rough start, um, I, I got to admit. Like, literally, like, first frames of, like, the first scene were, were a little iffy. I actually, uh, Tope, if we can uh, play the first clip, I was afraid it was just going to be all of this uh, at first. We do have clips. And, like, dim the lights a little bit. Nothing wrong with uh, Roddy and Jesse contorting. Okay, who is this kid that just walks in? Like, they set him up like he's going to be a character. Yeah. Oh, I, I fully am ready to invest in this kid. Yeah. Just some tall guy. Thanks, Tope. Uh, so yeah, so I was I was uh, a little worried that I was all just gonna be like weird wrestling positions and like what a network would think wrestling like is. Right. The scene itself is also weird because they have to like uh, uh, navigate through the, all this narrative as to set up why they will be fired and still treat it as like, well, we try to win every match. Yeah. There's a lot of foreshadowing in that scene. They set up the fact that Jesse Ventura has a back problem that just keeps <laughs> coming back. They're planting seeds. They're planting <laughs> seeds, man. Yeah. Something we look at all the time is how a pilot sets up a story. I mean, you only got one hour to sort of introduce everybody, set up a ridiculous situation, and get there. So like Rich said, I think maybe the weaker part of this was was the setup. It's like, how do you how do you take wrestlers and make them not wrestle anymore? And it's a really, it's a, like a convoluted idea of like, because they also they also treat it as if like wrestling isn't predetermined. Exactly. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the owner comes in and is like, "Well, boys, I hope you go out there and give it your hardest, and who knows if you'll win." And uh, I also love that like Roddy Piper, everything about him in this show is different from what Roddy Piper was as a wrestler as we knew him. Mm -hmm. He's wearing a, a weird leather vest. Uh, he's got a completely different name. Yeah. Jesse Ventura is the same person. Yes. Down to the nickname, down to the gear, yeah. down to the gimmick. Down to the fact that he was also a Navy SEAL in the show. Yes! <laughs> oh, everything. He's like, what's his name? It's William something. William the Body something. It's yeah. Billy, yeah. Billy the Body Youngblood. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Youngblood. <laughs> so, yeah, um, so the show gets set up, and again, the, the wrestlers uh, basically refuse to throw a match. Too much get, pride. Too much pride against the Samurai Brothers. Yes, those are Samurai Brothers. <laughs> the samurai, Jesus now I wrote down all the names. There, like there was, there was another guy who got uh, blacklisted, named Tyrone the Terrible. <laughs> You're like, we're gonna end up like Tyrone the Terrible. Like, uh, and and I, I like that they got uh, 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 Mr. Fuji a gig uh, as the manager for the the Samurai Brothers. Yes, they did. Um, so they get fired, um, and now. 
They go back to their apartment because they share an apartment together, which I think is the cutest thing. Yeah. <laughs> also, I don't know what, uh, you know, apartments cost back in the day, but it is like a loft, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah, you guys could probably could have fit in like a one bedroom or something, you know, something a little more affordable. So you're not stressing about that. Well, you know, they're independent contractors. So, yeah, you know, that's true. Um, and and yeah. And then you yeah, just have like all this fun stuff about them, like trying to find a job and and and. Like the 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 play between them, like I really like their chemistry a lot. You know, I like I really really like Piper a ton. I yeah. think Jesse Ventura, as you said, is Jesse Ventura. Yeah, Piper was straight up fucking charming in this show. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, honestly, and this is something I would probably share at the end, but just like I think the only other thing that I would have preferred was I would have just liked one or the other of them. Like I know they do have good chemistry, and I like that. But I think that part of what makes this show ridiculous still is like the two of them versus like I could easily, more easily imagine Roddy as like the one dude, the sure. one crazy person who's out of wrestling and now looking for other work. And then becomes like the loose cannon cop. And, right. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about Lethal Weapon earlier. And like this is basically like this could have been Lethal Weapon. It just it, Riggs would have been Rowdy Roddy Piper instead. I'm just thinking about Jesse Ventura being this, like, playing by the book. Yeah, he can't. He can't do it. Yeah. Uh, so, well, they're not even cops yet at this point. Their first job, Piper finds them a, uh, a moving gig, which provides maybe one of the, like... Yeah. Laurel and Hardy moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's another uh, clip we actually have. My, maybe one of my favorite lines in the fucking show. Yeah, I hope it's the one that I wrote. Oh, it definitely is. Mm. Tope? Face <laughs> in the screenshot. There's his back. Back problem, foreshadowing. Everyone who could not visually see that, uh, Jesse and Roddy were moving a piano up a staircase when Jesse's back seized up and the piano slipped away, rolled down the stairs, and exploded out of a brick wall out of the third story and landed onto their moving truck. I bet Jesse improvised that line. Like, I got a great line, everybody, that I'm going to do. <laughs> okay, Jesse, you do what you do. Um, I did really like that moment in particular was fun in itself, but like I thought that could have been like the tone of the whole show. Like this is a slightly like tur like a slightly turned up reality and like very ridiculous. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like just it's an exploding piano, basically. Uh, so that was a great moment, you know. I love how it's perfectly falling as if they dropped it from like air, like a crane or something. <laughs> it just perfectly falls onto the truck. Right. Uh, so then they're at the the grocery store and they're trying to figure out what to do, and then they stop some bad guys there. Wait a minute. Okay, so every scene that they're in at the apartment, he's eating like Jesse's eating grapes. Yeah, there's like, like a weird grape motif. <laughs> yeah, they go to the grocery store. He's like, I'm gonna go get some grapes. And like, 
It's like a big ass thing of grapes. Yeah. Like, and then they never bring it up again. I'm like, what's this shit with the grapes? The other thing that I like. They help my back. A lot of, like, like, no attention was brought to. Piper picks up a bag that just says assorted cookies on it. <laughs> I didn't even like, notice that. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> It's a white bag with black writing. It's like something out of They Live, just assorted cookies. And, like, and it's absolutely ridiculous. Also, right before this grocery store scene, they, uh, they volunteer to be, like, women's self-defense dummies as well. Oh, that's right. That's another job uh, that they hold. In a class led by uh, 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 Mimi from Drew Carey. Yes, it was. Was that really her? Yeah, that was Mimi. Mola, what's her name? Kathy Kenny. Kathy Kenny. Kathy Kenny. Um, so, so uh, like we said, at the grocery, uh, after all these failed attempts at other work, the guys are shopping at the grocery store, and there is a a strong arm robbery going on. There's uh, like it's so like four, four to six people <laughs> with shotguns. Yeah, so the first dude has a baseball bat. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be easy. He's fucking his ratty ratty apartment's gonna beat the shit out of him because he, he's got a baseball bat. All of a sudden, inner shotgun dude. And it's like, oh, well, I was going to get out of this. All of a sudden, Jesse dives off the top rope and, like, yeah. gets, oh, my God. And basically, it's like the crew from RoboCop <laughs> is trying to knock over this grocery store. Can you and, But that is where uh, they're calling. They, they find their calling. Yeah, right? they stop the bad guys in the parking lot. Um, with, uh, uh, what was it? Um, oh, do you, like, one of them say, like, oh, do you remember the move we did against so-and-so yeah. and then they just push over a pile of logs or something they, yeah. they push they push like a, a dumpster and then like they the car hit I just, I just wrote down property damage that's all I wrote <laughs> yeah but like the dumpster they hit the dumpster and then they go into a bunch of recycling so just cans are everywhere yeah there's a lot of times where they they decide to say oh remember the time we used this particular move and in the rest of the show it tends to make sense in this case didn't make any sense they just pushed something yeah <laughs> Yeah, I don't think there's any wrestling where you just like push a, a flower cart in front of your opponent or anything like that. You gotta have that flower cart match, though. The flower cart yeah. match. Uh, so, yeah, and then uh, the cops are there. It's like, oh, what division are you in? It's like, oh, we're just guys, mm-hmm. out of work wrestlers, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's just tricky, tricky Rick McDonald. That was that's his name. name. Uh, yeah. yeah, so they're like, you guys should become police officers. They're like, we should become police officers. The, the line is, too bad you're not cops. And then they play like this jazz music, and then it goes to a commercial break. Yeah. Which, by the way, oh I, my God. I encourage, I highly encourage you to watch this on your own time. This uh, is all on YouTube, the entire show. And it includes all of the original commercials from the original airing. Oh, unbelievable. I had no idea what a grilled steak sandwich was from McDonald's. Oh, man, the, by far the most amazing commercial that I saw um, was a commercial for a cough syrup that's probably far, far like illegal now, today, uh, f- called 44M. Oh, yeah. The slogan of which uh, was just, which is what I'm going to tell my wife all the time when I'm married, when you should be at home, but you can't be at home. And it's like, what? What? That's like, that is your, that's, I guess, what they're selling cough syrup with. And it's just like, yeah, is that not like the worst excuse or the worst explanation for anything? Yeah. Uh, there, there were definitely some gems on there. Like, and I did, I remember like one from childhood. But, um, yeah. but yeah, uh, uh, it's always great to see that. So then uh, they're in the police academy. Uh, and a lot of great training montages. We get to meet a lot of the characters that I'm sure would have been uh, reoccurring characters. 
uh, or just regular regulars on the show. Yeah, they're um, all they're all wearing sweaters with their names on it. So Ventura just says Young Blood, and I was like, I really want that sweater. You gotta get that. Uh, it didn't look like it'd be hard to make. <laughs> It looked like a masking tape. Like they just like cut out the letters and just put them on. When we wrap up, I'll make you one. Thank you. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. So again, it is you know, and we see the the whole story progress, and uh, they they kind of pass with flying colors because they're again they're athletes and everything. It's nothing to them. They encounter again the the twerping kind of you know naysayer cop, and also like the chief, not the chief. What is she? She's like the she's like the captain, but also she like trained the class as well. Yeah, that was a little weird. Yeah, the funniest part about the montage is to make you like because they keep cutting back between um, them and police academy and like the crimes that are happening, like they're going to investigate. Yeah. yeah, and at one point they're just like running down the track. It's like it's hard to believe we've been doing this for three weeks. <laughs> Passage of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, the actual like the. Uh, the rest of the conflict in this episode is uh, a dog walker witnesses like a mob hit or just like a... Some... Uh, yeah, she witnesses uh, two undercover police officers get killed. Yeah. By a mob. It took forever to set up. Like, a it mob. took 20 minutes just for that dog to, like, stumble upon. <laughs> it was so dumb. There was... They could have just started with the one dog. <laughs> she had, like, a thousand dogs. She had, like, a thousand... Yeah, there were so many fucking dogs. And then, um... One of them got away, and then what's funny is that um, it's Jennifer Runyon, the uh, the woman from the beginning of Ghostbusters, who Vakeman is trying to get a date with. Yes, that's right. I thought that was really cool. Uh, go ahead. Uh, the the one in like the uh, the psychic test, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Uh, uh, go ahead. Just saying that, uh, so this dog, again, runs off, and she witnesses his murder, and then um, this is, again, sort of the criticism of the show. It's real corny and real, like, you know, kind of like, again, we got dirty cops, and we got some just yeah. ominous, like, rich dude. A lot of it is, like, plot-wise, yeah. by the book. That's because they brought in uh, the Magnum P.I. writers for the show. I thought Magnum P.I. was kind of crazy and shit. Like, there was, like, helicopters in Hawaii and... Tom I think Selleck. that's I think that's just how we want to remember it. Okay, gotcha. You know, yeah, but pretty standard '80s like crime fair or whatever. Uh, a lot of Vietnam flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, in Magnum PI. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. This I think this show would have benefited from Vietnam flashbacks. Oh my God, Young Blood is a Navy Marvel. There sorry. you go. Yeah. I'm gonna write a new pilot and it's gonna start Jesse Ventura now. <laughs> <laughs> it just takes place like in an undisclosed location in Mexico. Just every now and then he's like. Obama's a chrono knot. Like, no, he's not, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the, uh, the cops, they're, um, the uh, dog walker eventually gets placed under uh, witness protection. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they try to uh, get her. I think this is the house, the house that she's in witness protection in. I think that's the house that on the, um, the elevator pitch, I play a bit of an interview uh, or a conversation that uh, Piper and, and Ventura had. And they just, like, let Piper stay in this house. <laughs> Yeah, they're just like, uh, I imagine Piper was just like, oh, what are you guys doing with this house that we're using for exteriors? <laughs> that was like his compensation. Like, he didn't get paid any money. He just got to live in this house during filming. Yeah. Uh, so what happens next? Or like, what, what even is next? You know, uh, they're talking about being, I, I found this funny. Uh, they get to be plainclothes officers, you know, undercover. And, uh, and what is Ventura wearing but like a purple bandana <laughs> with like a yellow leather biker jacket and it just like yeah oh no with one, all the fringe it's got yeah, with the fringe on it, it yeah and then piper's just lucky to have clothes to wear you know so 
Uh, but they just, again, just further ridiculousness. And then the, the other two cops that they're working with to sort of help, uh, you know, protect this woman under surveillance or whatever, they're like your classic, stereotypical, I don't know, yeah. veterans, like uh, disgruntled veteran cops. They beat the bad guys once. Mm-hmm. Uh, the witness runs away. They beat the, uh, and then uh, they find her. Beat the bad guys again. Get her to trial, mm-hmm. um, and adopt the dog on the process. Yeah, that was yeah. That's the other. That all takes about like thirty-five minutes though. He just ran through it like that. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's a fun show. I mean, it's pretty hilarious. Um, it's there's lots of little moments that I really enjoyed. Uh, there's a lot of uh, tagging at really dramatic moments like between Roddy it's and all in Jesse. slow motion yeah, yeah. actually uh, we do have a clip of that uh, Tope if you could um, this is this is like the the climactic fight which this fight the choreography actually mirrors the match that they had against the Samurai brothers so you know That would have, uh, the show eventually um, would not get picked up because of. (laughs) (laughs) It went on for eight seasons, okay? (laughs) In my heart. Yeah. uh, Because um, it it probably would have been picked up. It debuted the night before the Super Bowl. Those are also a lot of the commercials that are on this video. Super Bowl 25. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And. what ended up happening was the two companies that uh, helped uh, produce uh, the show, it was Disney uh, and Coralco, ended up suing each other for who knows what, probably chemicals that killed a whole town or something. Um, <laughs> and so the show like didn't, they j- it just like got lost in the cracks. Yep. Um, and instead they just like aired it as like a TV movie. Yeah. Can you speak to the popularity of these guys at this time? I mean, see, and you know, I feel like, well, I don't really know much, but it feels like Ventura got out like early and just always was just hanging around in some form or another. Whereas Piper was still wrestling. Uh, Piper was like in and out. Like okay. he's had like thirty retirement matches. Or yeah, at that point, yeah. just in nineteen ninety one. Um, but yeah, Ventura uh, uh, transitioned uh, into a post wrestling career uh, pretty decently early, um, and. Got into movies mm-hmm. uh, such as, as Predator. Predator, Running Man. All <laughs> I ain't good. got time to bleed. It's like the best fucking line in movies ever. Yeah. Uh, and then, and yeah, and Piper like kind of straddled both worlds because obviously they live and he did a lot of movies as well. Um, but like 91, I imagine probably was like a little bit uh, cooler for both of them. 
I imagine. Um, but yeah, it's this. I don't know, man. A lot of a lot of things would have been different if it got picked up. I also yeah. another thing I liked about the show uh, for a show in 1991, very diverse cast. Yes, it was. I'm glad you bring that up. Yeah. Uh, it was great. I even thought the commercials of this time period were not not terrible about having a lot of different kids of you know and and everything. As yeah. the three white guys at this table, very yeah. diverse show. Pretty impressive. We really have gone very very backwards. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, the show is great. Again, lots of supporting characters, uh, races, genders, everything. I really like this show. I really, and I I really think having the two of them. I mean, I think it would have worked, or at least for a little while. I think you yeah. could have a really good show if it's one of them. And again, like, I think that the interplay with, like, the more normal, it's kind of, I think, like, Jump Street's kind of like this, with Channing Tatum and, uh, what's his name? And uh, Jonah, Jonah and, Hill. And Jonah <clears throat> Hill and Jump Street. You know, you kind of get, like, the two, the attributes of both of them come together to make a great team. Um, you know, Ventura and... Rowdy are just, they're just two wrestlers or cops. You know, they're not necessarily super complimentary of each other. Yeah, and also that said, like, it was a pilot episode. Like, I'm sure chemistry, like, would have built a little bit more. I mean, they were already familiar with each other. Um, Oh, could you imagine when they run across two other former wrestlers who are, like, criminals now or something? Oh, man. Dude. Played by Dino Bravo uh, and... I need you all. Jimmy Snuka. <laughs> there. Ooh. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, we should probably be uh, uh, hitting the go home here, as it were. Yeah. Um, I'll ask this just to wrap it up. Uh, Nick, would you pick this show up? Hell yeah, I would. Hell yeah. Um, I would do it just to see, like, every week, like, how they try to work in, like, a wrestling finish to every show. I, no, I just want to, uh, like, just them referencing stuff we've never seen. Like, remember when we did this? Like, I just want to see that every week. Yeah. Like, no, we fucking don't. <laughs> show us. Uh, Robert, would you pick this up? I'd definitely pick this up, yeah. even without any changes. I think just so much fun. Um, you already have just so much material to play with right there. Yeah, it could have been a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I as well, picked this up. Yeah. Um, just on, on Piper's charisma alone, I pick it up. He is. Yeah, can we do a real quick MVP, LVP? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, my pick for MVP would be, would be Piper, personally. I completely second that. Uh, you know, char- yeah. charismatic everything. Uh, LVP. LVP. Probably that shitty little kid at the beginning. Yeah, he's a real jerk. That fucking stupid, like, greaser haircut. I would yeah. pick the, the, like, the, the Vince McMahon dude who was like, he just stands up and just like, <laughs> Like does the whole like yeah. throat cut yeah. yeah yeah the guy who black balls them from <laughs> wrestling um yeah good picks both of those um I'm going go with the dog the dog who incited the whole inciting incident uh was caused by this dog uh, oh I thought um, you were talking about their dog that they adopted in the end <laughs> no that dog was great body slam they named, <laughs> they the, named the dog body slam yeah uh, so yeah, that'll probably do it. Yeah, I think that does it for us. Guys, thank you so much for coming out. Again, we are live here in the Bug House Theater in Chicago, Illinois for Pod Slam 2016. Guys, please, if you can, please donate. This is all uh, going to Connor's Cure, uh, the WWE charity uh, to benefit the research of a cure for pediatric cancer. So again, every, every dime that you donate is going to an excellent cause. Uh, Witten is going to be helping us out with a review sometime in the next 
hour or so, an update. Absolutely, and if you don't have cash here, or if you're listening to the live stream online at arcadeaudio.net slash podslam, you can go to that website, uh, you can find the link to donate there as well. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, and Nick, thank you so much for joining us. Thank man. you. Right, give it up, Nick. Absolutely. I think it's time to get out of here. Yeah, we're going to roll out of here in our lucha masks. So stay, uh, everyone, please stay tuned who's listening elsewhere. Guys, please stick around for the wonderful shows coming up. And uh, yeah, for our lovely guest, Nick, for my good friend, roommate, former roommate and co-host, Rich, and for myself, Robert, thanks so much for picking us up. Keep your dial tuned to awesome. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net. What's your, what's your lucha name, Robert? Uh, uh, El, El Campo. El Campo. <laughs> <laughs>